the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. It is a hockey hump day edition, though it is a light slate in the NHL tonight. We're going to get to some of the favorite picks on the ice uh, with Nathaniel a little bit later on in the podcast. But let's uh, look ahead to week 18. Uh, the regular season finale, and it's certainly the capper uh, to another disappointing year, though there's some bright spots, uh, and the future is trending in the right direction for the other team in New York. Now, we talked about the Giants already this week. I took the under on the 15.5 points team total, and that uh, team total has come down a full tick to 14.5 at some of the books. Well, let's talk the Jets, but in rosier terms here. I'm taking the over, Lundy, on 13.5 point score against the Buffalo Bills at minus 110 at Caesars. And at DraftKings, if you don't mind paying the juice, you can get this number at 12 and a half, but it's at a minus 130 on that over. Uh, why am I bullish on the Jets? Well, last time they faced Buffalo, yeah, they got their clocks cleaned in that game. And I always got to say that very carefully uh, when I mouth that phrase, but they lost 45 to 17. But ah, ah, the the key number there, 17. And Lundy, they have gone over 13 and a half points in a contest in 10 of their last 12 matchups. And if you go back to week 10, it was not Zach Wilson under center. It was Mike White who had no touchdowns and four INTs. Now, the Bills only given up 5.81 pass yards per attempt and 185 pass yards per game. They have absorbed the impact brilliantly of losing Tredavious White, their decorated cover corner. Uh, but I think the Jets in garbage time, they could clean up here and, and justify enough. I, I think they finished with at least 16 points in this one. So, again, give me the over on a very low threshold, 13 and a half team total points, minus 110 against the Bills. What do you say, fade or follow? I think this is so much fun that we are to the, the shit point of the NFL regular <laughs> season that we are talking about how many points the Jets, Jets. and Giants yeah, will score. Why not? And obviously yesterday I was uh, railing on my Denver Broncos to be under the 16 and a half. So look, I, I'll tell you what, folks, if there's some stuff you want to try to jump on early here for this final week of the regular season, this is the one to do because player props are going to take forever to yes. post this week, folks. It's because we got we got games that are meaningless, so you don't know whether somebody's going to sit or not. Obviously, we got the news about Baker Mayfield not playing this weekend. We got that in the last 24 hours. That kind of uh, news is going to keep trickling in over and over again over the course of the next couple of days, especially with no Thursday night football. So uh, the player props are going to be a late opportunity for you as we get closer to Saturday and Sunday's action. So if you if you're just itching, if you ooh, just got to scratch that itch right there, uh, I, these team totals are what I'd be looking at, because, you know, as, as we've talked about over the last two podcasts, there are some of them uh, that jump out to me. But you're right uh, on DraftKings. You can do, you know, get that extra point, bring that juice. Uh, up a little bit at the minus 130, but I'm not so sure that I might not do that just in case the Jets uh, decide to be paper airplanes and uh, fall straight to the floor. Ah, no, they're not going to crash and burn this time, my friend. I'm feeling good about this one. Was Zach Wilson a running quarterback? I mean, he's got like three rushing TDs in his last four games, but they'll find a way, again, in meaningless time, to surge past his 13 and a half points threshold. With that, let's get to it on this hockey hump day edition with another fade five. 
number five. All right, Lundy, as mentioned at the top of the pod, uh, it is slim pickings uh, on the ice tonight. Just a couple of games to choose from, but I know you can unearth and discover some hidden gems, whether in the player props market, on the puck line, maybe a total you like. So uh, what are you looking to stack some greenbacks on tonight with the high sticking in the hockey? Hey, first of all, Full transparency, folks. We went a straight four and zero plus our parlay on uh, our two leg parlay on yesterday's podcast, which means I am completely hosed today because you know <laughs> uh, that these things catch up with. So it could be this could be a day uh, of fading, Nate. Uh, but as Brad said, a really light slate. Only two games on the schedule. Let's talk about Edmonton and Toronto. They will be in Toronto, uh, and normally this would be a, a really fun matchup. Uh, because you'd have Austin Matthews on one side, you'd have Connor McDavid on the other, but aha, not so fast because Connor McDavid is out uh, with COVID. So uh, you're not going to have the same kind of matchup that you would expect. I'm rolling with Toronto on this one, and I'll be honest, like I said, this would normally be such a fun game to watch, a battle north of the border, but without McDavid, um, he is really uh, the the uh, the heartbeat of this team from an offensive standpoint with Edmonton, and I think they're going to be in trouble with this one. So um, the uh, the Maple Leafs played once since the pause, uh, and they absolutely kicked the snot out of the Senators. I think it was six to nothing. Mm. Um, so I'm going to take Toronto, but they are heavy favorites. So we are going to take Toronto on that puck line that you just mentioned uh, because we can bring that juice way down. So Toronto minus one and a half. It goes from the money line of a minus 250 to a tasty minus 105. So let's look for Edmonton to struggle to get on the scoreboard. The Leafs to take care of business. Puck line minus 105. Oh, I like it. Uh, Oiler up. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Indeed there with your NHL selection. Number four. All right. uh, Let's move on to the next one here on the dock. And my selection in the world of the NBA. um, I I did okay last. No, actually, no, I didn't. I was 0 for 2 last night in the NBA. No, you didn't. You Uh, were struggling in the the association. And I was behind the wheel of that sucker. College basketball is kind of a mixed bag. All the featured bets we went 2-0. But Scotty Barnes fell 1.5 short in the points and rebounds category so that one burned a little bit with the and the blowout and the lopsided affair there anyway let's get back after it uh and i am going to tell a guy that is scorching hot in sadiq bay hey 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 three times i'm gonna do a same game parlay for the detroit piston uh so on this sgp he is gonna score 20 or more points he is gonna grab six or more rebounds and he's gonna drop two or more assists all three of those thresholds hit a cool plus 165 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, you look at Bay and what he has done. He's coming off a career-high 34 points against the Milwaukee Bucks, in which he logged on Monday. But he has scored at least 20 points in a game in seven of his last eight. He has grabbed at least six rebounds in a game in six consecutive. And he has uh, gone for two or more assists in eight of his last nine. Remember, there's no Isaiah Stewart. He's still working his way back uh, during, you know, uh, his bout of COVID. Uh, he's dealing with some conditioning issues right now. But you look at uh, the matchup, it is spectacular. Charlotte, number 28 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency. Charlotte, dead last in a point, uh, opponents' rebounds per game allowed. Dead last in the NBA in opponents' assists per game allowed. So they've allowed the most in those two categories. So uh, it is a incredible matchup 
on paper for Bay, given the uptick in usage, uh, given his fiery digits and just a booming numbers in the box score. Again, 20-plus points, 6-plus rebounds, 2-plus assists, all three of those hit in the same game parlay, plus 165. He's going to pack some sting against those Hornets. Fade or follow, Lundy? I will follow on this one, especially coming off of uh, Monday night. Folks, Detroit was a plus 875 on the money line against Milwaukee um, on Monday night uh, because the Bucks were favored in that one by 16 and a half. They were a minus 1600 on the money line to win that game. And not only did the Pistons cover, the Pistons won outright and they beat them by nine. It was just a weird game on Monday. So I actually think that that's part of what's going to make this uh, same gamer pay off. It's not just the matchup that they've got against Charlotte. It's that they're riding a high, man. They just They just came off of beating Milwaukee on Milwaukee's home court. Um, and I think that's a big deal for a team like the Pistons. So uh, I do uh, agree with you. I, I think Sadiq Bay, if if they are going to continue the momentum that they got on Monday night, it's going to happen with Bay. I think this is a solid uh, same game parlay. I, you know, I, I always try to figure out if there's one leg that makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, but in this one, I, I'm feeling pretty good in a plus 165. Nice payday. Yeah, have yourself a day, Sadiq Bay. Number three. All right, let's move on to one of the late night matchups here. And uh, let's talk a little Portland Trailblazers uh, taking on the Miami Heat. You got no uh, Dame Lillard. Uh, he is still out. Uh, he has officially been ruled out. So he's definitely not going to see the action tonight, which means Anthony Simons. Uh, will get an extended amount of minutes, much like he had in the last game. On Monday against Atlanta, he played 39 minutes, had 43 big ones in the points category, also had three rebounds and seven assists, and that's where I'm going to zero in on the action here. Give me the over on seven and a half rebounds plus assists. Now, it's juiced up a little bit, minus 132 at FanDuel, but I'm willing to pay it because of the increase in usage. Now, Miami, terrible paper matchup, no doubt about it, as the Heat have allowed the 11th fewest assists per game and the fewest opponent rebounds per game on the season, also inside the top 12 and adjusted defensive efficiency. So, again, it, it's not a great matchup, but it's it's all about the minutes. It's all about the fact uh, that, you know, this Trailblazers team is really going to have to lean on him. So, you know, he's going to play at least another 35 ticks tonight. So, really good chance uh, he could once again get to double figures in rebounds plus assists. So, Lundy, fade or follow. Anthony Simons over the 7.5 rebounds plus assists again. Do step a little bit. Minus 132 at FanDuel. What do you say? Uh, go grab it at FanDuel because it's juiced even higher at the other books. Uh, that's what I say yeah. to that one. I, yeah. I like the 7.5. Uh, it really does come down to him trying to get some of the assists. Uh, for example, if you look at the uh, these two stat categories individually, um, they've got his assists at 3.5. That's too um, what, no, but here's what's crazy. Hold on. Let me find the number because I might actually be misspeaking. One moment, please. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Um, <laughs> as you look at his assists, I'm sorry, four and a half. But it's juiced at plus 120 for him to go over. So they obviously mm. are expecting his assist total to be right there uh, close to that four mark, which means for him to do the seven and a half, we got to see him clean the glass. Um, and as limiting as Miami uh, is going to be in that category, I'm with you. Simons is going to be on the court. 
Um, they need him and they need his minutes. And so as long as that is the case, this just may be a sheer volume, sort of like when we talk about a running back who may average, you know, less than three yards a carry, but he's going to get 18 carries. So, okay, fine. You do the math and you figure out that he's going to go over his total. Same thing here. I just think he's going to be on the court too much. So I like the over here, but as I just said, uh, you've got it at minus 132 at FanDuel. It's juiced up to minus 145 at DraftKings. So, folks, if this is a stat you want to jump on, if this is a player prop you want to do, you better get it early. Simon says bet on the over. Stay tuned for our top picks in college basketball plus bonus time across the smorgasbord of sports. Number two. All right, let's get to it on the collar, Tardwood. Uh, bonus time yesterday did me no justice uh, in the sport, and I started chasing some uh, second-half lines uh, to no avail, Lundy. Uh, it was a bad night for me betting-wise uh, in college basketball, though the featured bets uh, we nailed. Uh, sweat-free effort by Rutgers plus four against an undermanned Michigan squad, and then LSU slamming the door on the University of Kentucky in a pivotal SEC matchup, covering with ease no matter what you got the number at there. So, uh, let's go to the Big East first, and I'm going to zero in on a team total I like. Give me the over on the Creighton Blue Jays in Villanova on 59.5 points at minus 110. Pull this one from DraftKings. Now, this has got revenge game written all over it for the Wildcats because they got throttled by Creighton in Omaha, 79-59. to uh, Back on December 17th, in that game, the Jays... Uh, tickled the twine to the tune of 1.29 points per possession. It was their second-best offensive performance of the season. It was a whole lot of Ryan Hawkins and Kalkbrenner in the post. And I, I think a lot of that rim action, you know, whether it kisses off the glass, uh, little baby hooks from Kalkbrenner or rim rockers, uh, could prove to be the difference here for Creighton. Uh, the Jays, one of the most efficient interior scoring teams in the country, netting 56.7%. So here are the keys. Just pound the paint, uh, which, again, is a calling card uh, for this McDermott coach team. Limit turnovers. They had 14 mistakes in the first matchup, and that's been a bugaboo for them this season. And defend the perimeter. Nova was 4 for 23 in game one back in Omaha. Uh, it'll be a very different story this next time around. If they can do all three of those, not only are they going to go over on the 59.5 points, Lundy, but I think they're going to cover on the 11.5 that they are catching. It seems like the Jays have just been underpriced consistently here in the early part of the season. So fade or follow, Creighton getting to at least 60 points on the road in Philly against Jay Wright's Villanova Wildcats. I will I will follow on this one, but I, you know you, you you just completely overwhelmed me with numbers just now. Uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was like being back in like a junior in high school, and the teachers got all the stuff up on the board, and you're just sitting there wah, going, wah, 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 wah. "Yeah, I, I can I can tell those are numbers, and there's like some words, but your brain just isn't." So I'm gonna follow you on this one because you emphatically are on this one and sometimes when you get fired up that's what tells me i got to uh, follow uh, on on particular bets so you you did actually just completely blow me away with every number that you just spouted out you might have been able to make some shit up right there i don't even know uh, <laughs> but if you did if you did uh, hats off to you because you did it in convincing fashion you should consider running for office uh making shit up on the fly lundy that's what i do for a living 
number one. All right, let's move on and let's uh, make up some more nonsense. I'm going to throw some additional uh, crazy, stupid analytics out at you. But, Lenny, I want to get your thoughts on this one. And this line has moved and it has moved tremendously. Iowa State last night, when I saw this populate on DraftKings, and I grabbed it immediately, they were laying un punto, one point, uh, against Texas Tech inside Hilton Coliseum. That number is now up to four. I liked it a hell of a lot more at one. I still would have played it at two and a half. Four? Not so much. I'm not really touching this uh, at that number. So here's what I'm going to recommend. I still like Iowa State if this number crawls back under the four mark. So keep your eyes peeled on that. If it gets gets down to three and a half, three, I would jump on it. But at four, makes me a little leery. Uh, let me give you the breakdown overall. Using Bart Torvik's data and taking the preseason bias out of the equation, these two teams are back-to-back in the rankings overall. Number 20 is Iowa State, Texas Tech at number 21. So very evenly matched there. Uh, you look at Iowa State, the Cyclones, in terms of a pos- a points per possession allowed, 0.833. That's number three in the country, and they're only giving up 25.3% from the perimeter. That's also number three in the country. Here are the keys to the Cyclones. Brockington, Condent, uh, Anaruna, all those guys have got to seal off the glass and make sure they prevent those second chances, which the Red Raiders feast off of. Texas Tech generating that second chance, 40.1% of their possessions. I was really impressed with Iowa State uh, holding their own against the top-ranked team in the country, Baylor, at home last time out, losing by only five. But they got to cut down on those turnovers. Had 17 miscues in that game. Again, I would play this thing at three. I would play at three and a half. Four is a no play, but keep your eyes on it. Iowa State, I'm loving my my line based on where the closing line by is going to be, where I got it at minus one. Lundy, your thoughts on this matchup? Uh, I agree with you. Obviously, this one's moved uh, quite a bit. So this one makes me uh, nervous where it sits right now. I'm with you that maybe you watch it over the course of the day, maybe even a live line yeah. kind of thing. Keep yeah. an eye on that tonight. Uh, if maybe Texas Tech jumps out a little bit early, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and you can get some better odds uh, with Iowa State on the comeback. Uh, so that's the sort of thing that I'm probably going to be looking for, because uh, I don't know that this number is going to drop back down to where I feel super comfortable prior to tip. But I may be trying to pay attention to it. And folks, this is a nine o'clock Eastern time tip off. Um, so you might be able to wait, uh, especially if you're frustrated and chasing. Not that that's ever happened to me uh, with <laughs> evening betting or anything like that. Uh, but you may want to watch some of the live lines uh, w- with this one to see. Like I said, maybe Texas Tech jumps out a little bit early. Maybe this thing is close at halftime and you can play that halftime line and, and get to the point where it's a little bit more comfortable. But, yeah, jumping on this one last night. Great. Right now, a eh, little nervous, a little nervous, Jim. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my uh, sphincter is puckering up. There's no doubt about it. The uh, minus right? four, but I think the live line is an absolute fantastic call in what should be a barn burning affair from start to finish. All right, Lottie, before we get out of here, let's work in some bonus time. What else you got for me? Uh, we talked about uh, the hockey matchup and the fact that I'm taking Toronto on the puck line at the minus one and a half. But if you get nervous with the minus one and a half, which I can understand because sometimes you get those late goals uh, that you that scare you just a little bit. Uh, you could take them on the money line, which, as I mentioned, is a minus two fifty. So much juice. Uh, and I would take that. And if you put it together with St. Louis on 
their puck line tonight. They are actually the underdog, so they are catching plus one and a half. St. Louis might win this outright against Pittsburgh on the road, but at the very least, I expect the Blues to keep it close. So if you take St. Louis plus the one and a half and then Toronto just straight on the money line, that does get you into positive territory. It's not a lot. It's a plus 106, uh, but it is a plus payday. uh, And so I will roll with that. And then the other player prop that I like tonight, these two teams just manage to get up to play each other constantly. It goes all the way back to the playoffs in the bubble. Uh, Nikola Jokic tonight over under 27 and a half points as the mm. Nuggets will be hosting the Jazz. Give me the over. Wow. It's actually juiced to the under. Yep. I think this is one of those games that Jokic, they just they like playing the Jazz, man. These two teams just get after it. It's a great rivalry. Um, but because this one is at home, I am actually going to take the over on the points with Joker uh, at 27 and a half. I know that's a lot, but I think he can score 30 plus against this team. And as the Nuggets have continued to deal with, you know, Coach Malone being in protocols. They've had players in pro. Denver has missed, I think it's 145 man games so far uh, this season. Um, they've had all different starting lineups and all of that, but the consistency that they have had has been Jokic. So I know it's a big number, but at minus 105, I'm going to take it. I think he gets up over this total. If you decide that you want to maybe do a same game parlay later together with the Nuggets, take him at like, you know, 25 plus points, buy yourself a little bit of a buffer. Um, but these two teams, like I said, they always get after it. This game is in Denver, so I'm going to give an edge to uh, Jokic in his stat column. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Uh, great value there. Get seduced by that juice, baby. All right, uh, let's go back to the world of college basketball. Uh, and this one is just a full fade of a team that has been ravaged by injury. And I'm talking about the the Houston Cougars, uh, a squad that if you look at the advanced analytics, uh, Bart Torvik, the number two overall, uh, way up there in the Ken Palm rankings as well. But they lost their top scorer in Nasser. He's done for the season after he suffered a major injury. Mark is out. Edwards is out. I, I mean, they're depleted. They're taking on an inferior South Florida team on the road. And I like the Bulls in this one, plus 15. Uh, We've already kind of seen what the landscape looks like, the repercussions post these injuries. Last time out as a double-digit favorite against Temple, they only won by five on the road, did Houston 66-61. to So, yeah, the Bulls are number 241 in Ken Palm, number 248 in Bart Torvik, but they're a very good defensive team. Number 38 in the country in effective field goal percentage, D. And uh, if you want to add a little double bonus time, I like Houston on the under 67.5 on the team total here as well, Lundy. So, uh, again, I think South Florida will score the cover, and Houston will struggle to put ball in a basket due to the high defensive acumen of South Florida overall. And then to the NBA, uh, and back to the Portland game, I'll take the under on Nurkic rebounds uh, in that Blazers matchup on 10.5, and you can get that at plus odds, plus 102 at FanDuel Sportsbook. He's been under this in seven of his last 12, and as I said earlier, the Miami Heat have allowed the fewest opponent rebounds per game. So maximize the matchup. Uh, look at the recent trend there, and again, getting at plus odds, I don't think Nurkic gets above 10 boards in that contest. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lunny on Twitter, at Nate Lunny. Follow me there, at Noisy Huevos. If you enjoy this podcast, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That 
is up to you. Feed the noise.